0: Set your internet dials to danger, as we bring you action, as we bring you science, as we bring you theatre with Action Science Theatre.
1: Ah, ah, someone seems to have swapped my head for an identical one that really hurts. Where am I? Are my eyes closed or is it just really dark in here?
2: Don't worry, friend. The head injury didn't make you blind. The only lights that are out are the actual lights.
1: Well, that's good to know. Now, where's the switch?
2: Left a bit, left a bit, up a bit. No, not there. Get your hands off that. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Now, down a bit, and there you go. The button under your hand now.
1: I'm in the sub. Okay. Ah, the power is out. Come on, Danube. Wake up! Before I suffocate, please. Okay, good. The engine isn't firing up. I can't see a thing outside the sub, and depending on how far down we are, we might freeze to death. But at least we'll be breathing as we do.
2: That'll be very nice for you.
1: It will. On to the next pressing issue. Who exactly are you? This is a two-person sub. I know, because I helped make it. And exactly two people are trained to use it. And since one of those people is me, and the other is Mike...
2: You want to know why a short, blue-haired woman is in it with you? Well, I can tell you you're wrong.
1: There isn't a short,
2: blue-haired woman in here with me? It isn't the next pressing issue. We're about to hit the bottom.
1: We... Ah! Come on, come on, damn it! The engine won't turn over, but the alarms work extra loud! How is that fair? Okay... We're dead in the water, but we don't appear to be dead. So, who are you and what are you doing here?
2: Chris, because I like you, you can call me Blue. And the real question is, what are you doing here?
1: Me? Well, I woke up here.
2: Yes, but why, Chris? Let's think about why you found yourself trapped, who knows how deep, underwater. I think you might find it relevant, don't you?
1: Um, right. Okay. Whatever you say, random lady in my research sub. I... I can't seem to get my brain to play ball here.
2: Head injuries will do that. Well, we don't seem to have anything else to do, so let's see what we can deduce, say. What's in your pockets?
1: Um, some sweet wrappers. Ah, um, uh, some empty sweet, um, packets. Ah, these wrappers from some sweets, which I must have previously eaten. And uh, the outer protective coverings of, of confectionery. Oh, hey! And a piece of paper. It's the receipt the captain gave me for hiring her boat.
2: Well, what happened next? Let's build up to the part where your life is in mortal danger.
1: Yes. Yes, I remember now. We we were loading the Danube onto the boat.
3: Be careful. Maybe don't break the painstakingly built piece of beautiful submarine glory. Do you want to control the winch? Yes, that is exactly what I want to do. Well, tough.
0: When I hire the boat you work on to bring my research survey to sea, then you can control the winch.
3: Wait, what? You have
0: a son? No, you're too dumb to operate the
1: winch. Chris! Just trust her to do her job, Mike. Sorry about him, Captain.
4: No, it's fine. Seeing how annoying people are reminds me of why I spend so much time at sea.
1: Good. Right. Thanks again for letting us use your ship for the Danube's maiden voyage.
4: No thanks, necessary. You paid us in money. That's how it works. Here's the receipt.
1: Uh, so I see. Well, I'm just going to go and help with the loading, given that you only have the one crew member. I could probably do with a hand.
4: Fine. I'll wait here until it's all done.
1: You're not going to help?
4: You didn't pay that much money. Well, isn't
2: she fun?
1: Yeah, she gives misanthropy a bad name. Wait, what are you doing here? There was only the four of us when we loaded the boat. Me, Mike, the captain, Erica.
2: Oh, no, you see, I'm not really here. Just wandered into your memory of the event to have a poke around. Flashbacks are fun. Ah, Erica just pushed Mike overboard. I like her. And her winch work is gentle as you like. Like putting down a baby. I appreciate
1: that. Hold on. How can you be in my head? Who are you?
2: Oh, Chris, have you not figured it out yet? You were right earlier. There isn't a short, blue-haired woman in the Danlead
1: with you. I'm sorry, what?
2: You heard me. You're all alone in this little sub.
1: You're in my head, aren't you? Yep. Some kind of delusion?
2: That's one interpretation.
1: So I'm talking to myself?
2: No, you're talking to me. I just happen to be in your head. There's no need to be rude.
1: Sorry, sorry. Why am I apologising to a thing in my head?
2: Now, stop freaking out.
1: I am not freaking out!
2: You can see why it might be slightly futile to lie to me, can't you?
1: I think you'll find that I have a long history of lying to myself.
2: But not to me. Now, let's whiz along to the bit where you come to terms with all of this and we can move on. There's work to be done, you know. So you are here, trapped, yes? Yes. I am just in your head. Right. But as you're trapped... I
1: might as well talk to you as if you weren't in my head.
2: Seeing as you're not going anywhere. So...
1: (sighs) Where were we?
2: Exactly. I promise you, our little journey shall bear delicious fruit.
1: You seem to know what's happening. Why not just tell me now?
2: Oh, Chris, Chris, Chris. If you want to get to the bottom of things, you have to dig through the layers first. Now, how's that noggin of yours coming along?
1: Eh... I'm a bit fuzzy after we loaded the Danube on board.
2: Right. Look around and see if there's something to jog your
1: memory. Let's see. I don't have anything else in my pockets. No, wait. Uh Aha. I don't usually keep things in my back pocket, but it's a small compass. I remember. Erica gave it to me.
3: Evening, Chris. Here you go. What's this? Just a little token of my esteem. It's a jellied eel. Half a jellied eel. Well, I'm touched. Obviously. Look at the boat you've hired. We've been at sea for three days, and I've had to help fix the engine three times. You just held the toolbox. Vital logistical support. Don't worry, this tub will get us where we're going. You saw that bit of railing fall into the ocean just now, right? Yeah, I might stop leaning on things or touching anything. I'll let Erica know. Wow, took you one whole minute to find an excuse to talk to Erica on this calm, beautifully clear and 256% romantic evening. I'm sure I don't know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, when you see her, if you find yourself panicking, just think, what would Mike do? Right, and then do the opposite? Got it. How am I supposed to help you, Chris?
2: I'm not entirely sure he's trying to help you, you know.
3: Ah, Mike's all right.
1: Talking about how very wonderful he is is his way of showing affection.
2: And if he doesn't like you?
1: Then he talks about how very wonderful he is in a slightly different way, which may not be obvious at first to the casual observer.
2: So how long did you stay out here, bucking up the courage to go talk to Erica?
1: I had a brief contemplation of my place in the universe while I gazed out upon the never-ending sea.
0: In your head, remember?
1: Probably about an hour. And then? She found me.
0: Oh, look. It's you.
1: Hello. I found you.
0: I was never lost. And don't you have to be moving around to be looking for someone?
1: Uh, Only if you subscribe to traditional searching techniques. I am an innovator in the field.
0: I think I remain unconvinced.
1: It worked, though, didn't it?
0: I suppose it did. Being actively lost seems to have worked out.
1: The trick is to be looking for someone who already knows where they are.
0: It's one of the few things you can be really certain of in a big, wide world like this one.
1: Yeah, indeed.
0: You two really are useless.
2: There is no certainty. Just take a risk. Kiss her. Do
0: it! Anyway, I'd better get back. Hey... Here, take this. A compass? It might, you know, help.
1: Oh. Thanks.
0: Oh, the worst.
1: Hey, those situations are always tricky.
2: No, they're not. You two are the worst. She gave you a compass so you could figure out where you stood, you noodle.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's quite clever. And charming. I feel quite charmed.
2: You should go up there right now and tell her you figured it out.
1: Fantastic idea. Except for the part where I'm stranded, hallucinating and going to freeze to death.
2: Well Then we'd better hurry. Listen,
1: even if I perfectly recalled everything, I don't see how that would... Hey, I just caught my reflection in the chrome. That's a pretty big cut I have on my head. Where are we? This is just before I fell into the sun. Look. There it is, hanging off the side of the boat. I can almost remember. Chris! Erica! Ah! She... Erica is the one who pushed me. I fell off the side. I was just lucky the hatch fell closed behind me. The sub's rigging must have collapsed.
2: And here we are.
1: She tried to kill me, Blue. I... I think you may have misread her intention somewhat. Chris, I know... Just... If the goal here was for me to freeze to death while being sad, then mission accomplished. We did it. Hurrah!
2: Chris, you skipped a bit there. I think it's fair to say that something important happened between that night where you got the compass and when Erica pushed you in. Think, Chris.
1: What's the use? So I'll freeze to death while not feeling so unhappy?
2: Think, I said.
1: Fine. I've run out of prompts, though. Nothing in my pockets. Nothing on my sleeve.
2: Look around you.
1: I've already looked. There's nothing here.
2: No, dummy. Look around you.
1: Oh. Oh, you mean the Danube itself. I suppose this whole thing must have something to do with it. When was I in here last? It was today. A bit earlier. Yes, yes. Keep going. I remember being squeezed in here with Mike.
3: Robot arm check. Looks good. Engine? Engine is spun up. We are mobile. On your go. All checks have come back green. Let's do it. We are go for we. I repeat, we are go for we. Confirmed, go for we. wee Let's take her for a spin. Down we go. Are you
4: two dead yet?
3: That is a negative, I'm afraid, Captain.
4: Oh well, I'll console myself with the insultingly low sum of money you've paid for my time.
1: Lucky we got that discount for her being a
4: terrible human being. I can also confirm that the comm system is sensitive enough for me to know to tell you to go and jump out of a submarine's window, Christopher. Oops. (sighs) Aren't you finished your little test for now?
3: I have decided to flex my not-insubstantial undersea piloting muscles and take the Danube out for a little spin.
4: Suit yourself. Over and out.
3: I think she likes me, you know. You think everybody likes you. I'm only basing that opinion on the fact that everyone likes me. I am a slave to the data, Chris.
1: I wonder why she hates everyone so much?
3: Everyone has to be good at something. Maybe that's her special skill? Of course. You see, it's that kind of positive spin on people's incredibly significant personality defects that makes me so likeable. Is that what you are? Funny, that's...
1: Whoa, watch out!
3: Yeah, that was close!
1: What was that?
3: Slow down and swing back round. It's a wreck. Looks like an old galleon or something.
1: This is perfect. What better place to give the Danube a good test than poking around a
3: genuine old wreck? We'll have to come back. We're getting low on O2. Make a note of our position.
1: Okay, uh, near that big rock and that one as well.
3: That will help. You could also press this here to set a nav waypoint.
1: Ah yes, uh, that was going to be my next move. Of course it was.
3: Homeward bound.
1: Erica! You won't believe what we found! It's an old wrecked galleon of some kind, probably, we think. What, really? Yes, it's amazing!
3: It's all like rotting wood and wreckiness and things.
0: Ah, gentle as you like.
3: I don't want to brag, but I was totally the one that discovered it. They'll probably name it after me.
4: What are you two so excited about? So your little
0: toy did what it was supposed to do. Whoop-dee-doo. They found some kind of wreck, a galleon. I didn't think there were any shipping lines around this area, even back then. No. You,
4: idiot boy.
1: Can you be a bit more specific?
3: She means you.
4: I mean you. See? What did the figurehead look like? Did you get a look at it? Well... I was talking to the one of you who was least likely to be distracted by his own reflection in the window. The figurehead. Was it of a woman with short hair, holding a book and scroll?
1: Yes, I think that's the one.
4: I see. Erica, help them to reload their tub. They are clearly excited to go back down and explore. Let's encourage them.
0: Are you crazy? We need to tie everything off and wait out the storm. It's inbound and only going to get worse.
3: While I'm certain of the Danube's hardiness, I'm not sure of everything else that's here. So I think it's best if we batten down what hatches we can find and-
4: People never just do what they're told.
3: You can't argue with a storm, Captain.
4: We'll be blown away. We'll lose the wreck and the figurehead. That's my ticket to independence. And I'm not going to let you halfwit get in the way of that. Captain, what are you doing? Pointing a
0: gun at you all. Okay, yes. Silly question, really.
3: Did you have that in your pocket the whole time?
0: Captain, this is crazy.
4: We need to secure the ship. No, there's time. Get in your sub, gentlemen, and bring me up that figurehead. Now! No. I beg your pardon?
1: Get it yourself if you're so interested. Teaser are in the ignition.
4: Nobody seems to be taking me seriously. But seeing as your sub really only needs one pilot, I'm going to shoot you now.
3: Moron. Can you be more specific?
4: Good point. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Which idiot is going to go? Chris!
1: Erica! Saved you, yes. God, that was 20 minutes ago. Who knows what's happened since then?
2: Well, Chris, the funny thing about taking a stroll down memory lane, it need only take a moment.
1: What? The engine?
2: Yes. You see, you've only been lost in thought with me for a few seconds. Time is relative when you're in your own head. The engines are fine. You only hit bottom moments ago.
1: So I only just fell off the boat. There's still time.
2: There's still time if you hurry.
0: Go. Go.
4: Your dumb boyfriend sunk the sub. I'll never get that figurehead. I could have sold it for millions. It's the blue spirit down there, Erica. The most famous wreck in maritime history. And you've just scuppered my chances of retiring on a nice, blissfully secluded island somewhere. Chris! No! Dammit! Chris! Oh, dear. And now I'm going to have to kill you two to cover it all up. Another tragedy at sea. Oh, well. What the... Ah,
0: my hand!
3: It's a Danube. Ha! Totally saw that coming. Nice mechanical claw work, Chris.
0: I got the gun!
3: Ta-da! Good to see you, Chris. I knew you'd be fine. Sure you did. That's why you didn't try to help me. Hey, I would have totally pushed you off if Erica hadn't got there first. Thanks for that.
0: Good to see you.
3: I hope so. Listen, Erica, I figured out why you gave me that
1: compass. It took me a while, but thanks to Blue, I figured it out. Who's blue? Doesn't matter who blue is. The only thing that matters right now is blee and blue.
0: Chris, are you okay? That's quite a nasty head wound you have there.
1: I'll be fine. Don't blurry. What? I'll be okay. Just a little blump. Do you want to go on a date?
0: That sounds lovely, buzz. I really think we need to get you some medical attention.
1: Blue can come too. We'll see a blue V and have some popcorn,
3: popcorn,
1: popcorn.
3: You see, he always needs my help.
0: Fascinating. Could you be a dear and drop me into the sea, please? Starring and recklessly subordinate were Dan Bond, Elena Rice, Jamie Crowder, Tara Clark and Wendy Bradley. Written by Dan Bond and Brian Mackin. Produced by Dan Booth. For more Action Science Theatre, including exciting merch, go to actionsciencetheatre.com.